How's it going, everybody? I'm so glad you're hanging out with us today. My name is Nate Sams, and I'm the lead pastor of Known Church, where we desire for every single person to be known by God and known by others in community. Let me give you a few announcements real quick. The first one is September 30th, Saturday, September 30th. We are doing a movie in the park. It is going to be phenomenal, great time for community, great time to grab some food from some food trucks, and we are going to be watching Mario Bros, Mario Brothers, the movie. So bring your kids, neighbors, come have fun. Also coming up on October 21st in the morning time, we are going to do Pumpkins in the Park. This is a great chance for your family, your kids to grab a pumpkin, decorate, take a family photo, and just have a fun time with others, uh, neighbors, community, and so forth. It's all free, so join us for that. And a big, big announcement I really want to tell you about is we finally are in a location. Yep, we are in what's called Huntington University. Huntington University is right off of 83rd Avenue, just uh, south of Bell Road. It is a beautiful, beautiful, cool building, and we are now doing church in person at 10.30 in the morning. So if you can join us, go to Huntington University, right off of 83rd at 10.30, and we hope to see you there. We want to hang out with you. So you guys ready for this message? Let's do it. Your breathing speeds up. Your heart races. You get really anxious, and, and your body feels fatigued and tired, and, and your muscles ache, and and everything seems very fast, and you're, you're flustered, and maybe you're dizzy. It's difficult. The better way to put it is it's like breathing through a straw after you just ran a mile. And on top of running a mile, you have a rubber band that is tied around your throat. And at the same time as well, you feel like there's a stack of school books. And I'm talking school books that are thick, hardcover books stacked right on top of your chest, pressing in on your lungs. This is how my daughter feels every time her asthma flares up. Every time there's a flare-up inside of her body, she gets anxious and she gets worried and she gets stressed. Breath becomes precious to her. It becomes a, uh, not just a, a, a flippant thing, but something of, of value and worth, and she needs it so desperately. See, for me, I don't think about it because I don't have asthma. For you, you might not have asthma, and you, you might not be thinking about breath and, and air and, and the value and the preciousness of it all. Honestly, I, I fail to appreciate breath. I fail to appreciate air. I don't see the value as much as I should. And honestly, I don't see the, the, the need for air when I'm around things that might trigger an asthma attack. When I'm around trees or, or pollen or grass or dogs or cats or perfumes, I'm not necessarily thinking, is this going to affect me? Is this going to have a difficult time in my system? For my daughter, Sayla, she's on high alert. For somebody with asthma, they're on high alert. They're always looking at their surroundings. See, my daughter, she's allergic to Palo Verde trees, and we live in Arizona, which is the main tree of Arizona. And so every time we go by one of these trees, she immediately gets into her mind that she's going to have an asthma attack and holds her breath so tightly until we pass these trees. We don't think about it. And I know that I'm separating those who have asthma and those who, who don't, but I really actually think that we all have asthma. Have you ever thought about that? And I'm not talking about a physical asthma. I'm talking about a spiritual asthma, that every single one of us have spiritual asthma. And the Apostle Paul brings this up in Timothy. 
he begins to tell the Timothy church, uh, not the Timothy church, the Ephesus church that Timothy is leading. He's like, okay, guys, guess what? There's a world of problem. There's a world of hurt. And we all have a, a, an asthma about us and that, that there can be an attack an evil attack that can really get us sideways and, and really get us flustered and really get our heart up and get us um, fatigued and we need to pay attention to it. And he says this in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. He says, but mark this. He's saying, pay attention to this, Timothy. Tell the church this, Timothy. There will be times in the last days. There will be terrible times in the last days. Hard times in the last days. Struggle in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, and brutal, not lovers of good. It kind of sounds a little bit like today, doesn't it? It sounds a little bit like our culture now that we live in terrible times. But then look at verse 12. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ will be persecuted. Everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ will be persecuted. See, Paul writes this letter to Timothy to say, Hey, Timothy, tell the church in Ephesus, tell them, you know what? Warn them that attack will come, that there will be asthma attacks, and you need to be on your guard. And it's an asthma attack of the spiritual nature. That every single one of us have the, have the ability to be compromised. Every single one of us have the ability to be hurt and damaged and struggle and, and be stressed and be anxious. And you need to be alert and on guard. Your lungs can have the ability to be attacked because of our spiritual hearts and our spiritual nature. You don't want that to happen. And that there's continuous evil all around us people who love only themselves, people who want entertainment, people who want pleasure, people who want self-control, uh, not self-control, they want no control, or they want control, but they want selfish control, not selfless control, not, not to be controlled to do what God desires for them to do, but more control to do whatever their selfish nature desires for them to do. And we live in a crazy, crazy world that attack will come at any moment. But Paul, Paul, the reason why he writes this in his, in his last moments in being imprisoned in Rome and, and the last potential letter that he wrote, he begins to tell Timothy, hey, by the way, I really, as a doctor to you, I want you to know that you have asthma. And the people of this church have asthma. And everybody that is in humanity has asthma. And you can come under attack. But I know the prescription. I know the remedy that will help you fight against that. Here's the remedy. Here's the prescription that Paul gives to Timothy. Look at verse 15. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15 says, how, for, how from infancy you've known the Holy Scriptures. How from infancy. The moment uh, that you became a Christian, the moment that you discovered God, the moment that you gave your life to Jesus, that moment you came into a known, intimate, recognizing intimacy of the Holy Scriptures, the words of God, the life of God, the, the written word of the Old Testament, as well as what is now become the New Testament of the writings of Paul and the writings of Peter and the writings of the, the disciples and the apostles, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. To make you wise, you've known intimately, you've recognized and loved the word of God, which is making you wise. 
And in verse 16, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching. See, Paul, he gives this prescription. He says, by the way, the evil is going to come. Attacks are going to try to be at your door. And what you need is an inhaler. You need an inhaler, a maintenance inhaler, a controlled inhaler that will strengthen you and me in the faith, in faith in Jesus Christ. And the medicine of the inhaler, what is that medicine? It is scripture. See, verse 16 says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching. All scripture. It doesn't say some scripture or partial scripture or the scriptures that you like or the scriptures that you make ha- uh, that make you happy or the scripture that, that you've memorized or that you get in your Bible app or on your, your daily devotional, whatever it is. No, no, no. All scripture, the ones that you have difficulty with, the ones that you struggle with, the ones that don't make sense to you or you have questions about or, or, or are hard or whatever they may be, the old and the new, every piece of scripture is what? It says it is God breathed. The medicine of the inhaler is God's word and it comes from God himself. It is not just inspired as like an idea. No, no, no. It is God who poured his Holy Spirit into authors, into these writers of of different uh, classes and jobs and skill sets and education to write what we know of as scripture. And it is amazing and beautiful. and, And So one of the truths is all, but there's a second truth to this about Scripture that we need to pay attention to. And it is the word and. All Scripture is written by God and useful. And useful. See, the New King James actually says it is profitable. The Bible is profitable to you. Every piece of Scripture is profitable. And how is it a prof- profitable to you? Because it's to grow you, to nurture you, to expand you, to make you pure and noble and righteous and holy and all the things of God. See, it's God's very opinion. It is His Word. It is life among our bones. It is His. See, profitable for teaching. Do you like to be taught? Do you like education? Do you like classroom? Do you like leadership? Do you like those things? Is education important? Some of us might say no, but it is very important. And really, without teaching, we are actually a bunch of idiots. We are without teaching. We need to have our eyes open to the words of God. We need to have ourselves taking that inhaler every single day. That control maintenance inhaler needs to go into our lungs and fill us with the scriptures of God. See Psalm 119 verse 18. The psalmist says, Open my eyes that I may see the wonderful things in your law. Open my eyes. Teach me your ways. Teach me your scripture so that I may know what to do. The Israelites, they kind of knew what right and wrong was. They kind of knew what to do here and what to do there, but they didn't know everything. And so God actually has Moses write the law, right? Right? The, the Ten Commandments and more purposefully, specifically to show them what was true and right and noble and pure so that they would stay away from evil and and be made good. That is what the Israelites needed. We need that. We needed God's scripture to be written so that we could stay away from evil, so that we could stay away from the, the pollen of attack and the wickedness of this world and to be made good. See, my daughter, Selah, I know when she doesn't control her asthma with her inhaler, 
I know when she's not taking her maintenance inhaler. She gets anxious and, and, and busy and confused and, and sporadic all because of the inflammation of her lungs and the inflammation of the airways. And all humans have this spiritual asthma about us. And some of us have inflamed, swollen airways, making us anxious about the world around us, anxious about life and, and relationships and kids and money and jobs and cars and houses and inflation and, and who knows what, inflamed, swollen airways. And how does that happen? Well, that happens when we don't daily take our maintenance inhaler, when we are not daily taking in the scriptures of that inhaler. See how a maintenance inhaler works, it has to build its medicine up in your system to control flare-ups, to control the inflammation, to control the, the, uh, the pollen and the stuff that is around you. It's not to immediately help you when an attack comes. It's supposed to prevent attack long term. And it's meant to be taken on a daily basis. Every day has to be taken. You know what can happen if someone skips a day? If someone skips a day of their maintenance inhaler, more flare-ups, more anxiety, more stress, more fatigue, more worry, and worsened asthma more and more for the future. More attacks, more prevalent attacks, more difficult attacks, harder attacks, and more extreme symptoms. Well, you know what can happen to someone who skips a day of their maintenance inhaler of God's word? What, what, what could happen, you think? More compromise, more temptation coming their way, more anxiety, more stress, more fatigue, more doubt, more unlove, more sin, and falling in greater ways greater, greater ways. Not being intentional to take your maintenance inhaler and for me to take my maintenance inhaler, meaning not being taught by God on a daily, daily basis, we will fall to sin in greater, greater ways. See, being taught by God every, every day is taking that inhaler, that maintenance inhaler. And are you being taught by the scriptures? Are you being taught by the Bible and God's word? Jesus was constantly teaching his disciples. He was teaching them about truth, about truth about God and truth about humanity and truth about sin and truth about the kingdom of heaven and eternity and, and the truth about the world we live in and the world to come. And the teaching method he used, I'm going to actually give you a word that I just made up and it's wagak. Wagak. That's how he taught. That's how he um, helped his disciples learn scripture and be taught by scripture was wagak, which is to watch, go, and talk. He first said, hey, just watch me. Just, just pay attention to me. Uh, let me deliver knowledge into you. Watch me in Luke chapter 7 and 8. He uh, shows them when he heals a child, when he breaks chains, when he, when he releases hearts, when he expands hearts, when he grows hearts, when he calms storms, when he shows value for men and women alike, when he erases doubts, when he, when he does so much good, he, he has them experience knowledge in the moment to say, let me teach you about what God uh, desires and what God's character and integrity are about. Just watch. That's the first element of, of teaching scripture is he just had them read him. His, his expressions, his voice, his mannerisms, his actions. And then from watching, he said, go, go. He provided experiences for the 12 to go out and then the 72 disciples to go out in Luke 9 and 10. He gives them empowerment to go and do. 
And then after that, he says, hey, come back, come back, come back, guys. Let, let me hold you accountable. Let's debrief. Let's review. Let me coach you. In Luke 9 and 10, that's what he does. He coaches them. He says, come back. And why does he do all of this? Why do I take my inhaler? Why do I take the inhaler of scripture in me? Why does my daughter take her maintenance inhaler for her asthma? 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 17 says, So that man, the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So that you would be equipped for every good work. That you and I would be equipped for every good work. If I am daily taking the, the maintenance inhaler, if I'm having the habit of doing that, then evil will be fought off. The attacks of evil, the attacks of sin, the attacks of temptation, the attacks of, of craziness will be pushed away if I'm taking in the maintenance inhaler of Scripture. If I'm daily watching God and, and experiencing Him in His truth, if I am daily experiencing His leading and going out in action and living as He's called me to live, and if I am daily coming back and being coached by Him every day, then I will be equipped to do more and more and I will grow more and more in Him and I will hold to the truth more and more to the day of eternity. See, Scripture is our maintenance inhaler to the soul. That's what it is. Scripture teaches us, and we need to take in the breath of God into our lungs and open our airways up to the souls of our life. That's what we need. So that's the challenge, to take your inhaler every single day, the inhaler of Scripture every single day. Let me pray. God, thank you for this message. Thank you for this day, this night, whatever it may be for some. I pray that we are, are quick to always, every day, take our inhalers as we're called to do. Build up the habit in our lives of, of taking that maintenance inside of us and to be taught by your words, taught by your scriptures, to watch you first and then to go out in action and do what you called us to do and come back repeatedly reviewing and debriefing and being coached by you. We need the breath of God, the scripture of God to be taught into our minds and into our hearts and into our souls and lives. We love you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks, guys. Have an awesome, awesome day.